0: Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, Alex Alvisu. This is episode 84. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that you can visit thedadchronicle.com to subscribe to this podcast for free. Make sure that you're not missing a single episode. And while you're there, check out our patron rewards. It's a great way to support this show and get some cool rewards out of it. Today, I speak with Drew. Now, if you've been listening to season two of America's Next Top Podcaster, you've likely heard Drew's voice. He's one of the contestants. Drew has a really interesting story to tell, and we have a really great conversation. So first, he shares his perspective on why he doesn't like to share his kids' names on the internet.
1: They're going to get to the point where their whole lives are going to be on the internet on their own time. I don't need to to do anything to advance that at all. He
0: also shares his unique experience finding out that he was going to be a dad for the first time. I got to tell her that she was pregnant. And finally, we talk about a really tough situation at home that caused him to be separated from his wife and son for several weeks.
1: I then spent the next several weeks in my house by myself trying to figure out what to do.
0: Here's my conversation with Drew. Hey, Drew, welcome to the Dad Chronicle. How are you tonight?
1: Alex, I'm doing pretty good. It's it's been kind of a trying evening here, but uh otherwise doing pretty good. We're going to talk a little bit about that because I want the world to hear the
0: story that you just told me about the domino effect of things that happen <laughs> <laughs> like when dad's alone with the kids. But before we do that, why don't we take a moment to just quickly introduce you to the world? So, how would you introduce yourself to this uh to this wide internet audience out there that maybe hasn't heard of you?
1: Uh, well my name is drew i have been podcasting for a very long time if you have ever heard of the more you nerd podcast i would be surprised first and also thankful second Uh, i hosted that show uh, from 2011 up until earlier this year and i'm also a cast member on the cosmic crit podcast the the starfinder uh, actual play podcast for the rpg game it's like space DD. Uh, that is uh, about to finish our third or second season and get into our third season in the next couple of months, which is going to be awesome. Have you always been a big D&D fan? No, I haven't. In fact, uh, which is which is extremely weird because the people that I play with uh, four, five out of the or four out of the five of them that I play with, we all went to college together. And this this guy I've literally known for decades now uh, has didn't get us to start playing a tabletop game of any kind until about two and a half years ago. Wow. And it's like we, we were theater majors. We could have been doing oh this all God. the time.
0: That's like totally up your alley, dude.
1: Yeah. We just, we were doing other stuff and it never yeah. came up the entire time we were in school together. Wow. So, oh that's no. funny,
0: man. I, I, um I always um like talking to people who are kind of late bloomers in life around D and D. I was in a similar boat. It wasn't until like my, my early to mid twenties when I figured out what DND really was about. Like I used to think about it in college. I'd be like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll roll a 20 to vanquish an evil dragon. That's cool. And you know, like kind of mockingly, but now I'm sitting here, you know, like, Oh my God, what was I missing out on? It's so great.
1: Well, it, and it's weird to to go back and play some video games and see the tabletop RPG underpinnings to the way that any of those games work. Like, totally like the hit stat in, in mm-hmm. old world of Warcraft. And yep. now, Oh, that's just this stat in, in tabletop games. It's yeah. pretty weird.
0: Yeah. Seeing it on pen and paper, you know, it's a pen and paper RPG. It's, uh, you're, it's basically a computer game is just doing the math for you in a much quicker pace. Like that's, that's really <laughs> what video games do as compared sure. to RPGs. Otherwise it's really, it's all the same. Um, So we're going to actually talk a little bit about, uh, some of the, I want to jump into some of the geeky things that you're into. Um, but you know, before we, uh, talk about that, let's talk about, you know, your family situation. Um, you've got a couple of kids and, um, you know, you don't say their names. Um, I've had Steven Schleicher on, on the show and he had a similar perspective. I would love to hear from you on, uh, on first of all, why it is that you don't talk about their names over the internet. And then, um you know, then we could dive a little bit more into, you know, your experience as a father to them.
1: Yeah. So basically I, I don't reveal my kids' names online just because it's, it's kind of a security blanket. I feel like they're going to get to the point where their whole lives are going to be on the internet on their own time. I don't need to to do anything to advance that at all. I want them to make the decision of when they want to put their name out there and, 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 you know, especially cause the internet is a very different place now than when we started using it. I mean, I'm 35, so I've been on the internet for, for 20 years now. And you talk about, you know, back in the day, it was your AOL screen name or your or whatever that you're using. Yeah. But now it's now most social media is literally your actual name and your actual opinions posted with, along with your pictures and all of that stuff. And and there, that's just a little, little much for me to want to, to, to bring on my kids too early. Oh, totally.
0: And by the way, uh speaking of AOL and some messenger, what's your most embarrassing screen name? Oh. While you're thinking of it, I'll tell you mine. Ninja Master88. Nice. Because I was in Taekwondo and I was
1: like, oh yeah, that's cool back then.
0: <laughs> so so, stupid.
1: So I wanna say one. Uh, so I've used the same one for so long now that I I, I don't really care about it there's one that's more embarrassing but it's also the screen name that i use for like my banking information oh, well, then
0: let's not go so there. I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna hold off on that one but, uh, <laughs> i like that
0: i like that commitment though you've used the same screen name for years now at this point that's great yeah well
1: again you've been on the if you've been on the internet for for 20 years it it just happens that yeah. way you know i i had one until a certain point and then i changed it and then i've had that one ever since and uh that's funny, you know. Hey, that's it funny. It's it's actually my my Twitter account as well. Uh, Red rival Drew. If you ever want to find me, yeah. uh, I don't tweet at all, uh, so I don't know really why I put that out there. But there it is. Hey, there it is. No, Twitter's <laughs> fun,
0: man. I, I've uh, I've adopted Twitter a lot more over the past year and a half. But it's a it's an interesting ecosystem of uh, of people. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. All right, so let's actually take a trip back in time. So you've got your two kids. Um, let, let's take a trip back to a, a, a much younger, more impressionable Drew. Yes. Uh, what was it like getting the news from your wife that you know you were going to
1: be a dad? How, how <laughs> did you feel at that point? <laughs> so I didn't get that news from my wife. Oh. I. Uh, I got to tell her that she was
0: pregnant. And what? I almost, I literally took a sip of my beer, by the way, and I almost spit it out. Cause like, this <laughs> is stuff that you hear in movies or something.
1: So, so we, we were out and, and we were actually having this, this, uh, an argument of all things because uh, she wasn't feeling well. And we were trying to, we were talking about this and talking about that. And we had been talking about having kids, but we weren't sure that we were ready to have kids. And when well, she wasn't feeling well, so it's like, fine, do you just want to get a pregnancy test? That's fine. We'll just go get one and we'll go home. And we'll, and cause we'd been <laughs> arguing about, been arguing about what to go get for dinner, which is the most lame married people. That argument. is such
0: a married person thing to do.
1: And, and so we, we, we ate dinner. We went home. She took the pregnancy test. Then we sat on the couch, and and I think, actually, I remember exactly what we're doing. I was playing the Metal Gear Solid levels of Little Big Planet. If you remember oh, that game, yes. And so we had just she had taken that pregnancy test, just left it on the counter, and we had moved on with our evening because there was no way. And so I walk, uh, I walk into the bathroom, uh, just, you know, to to do my own uh, thing, and just oh, I'm washing my hands down. <laughs> all right oh yeah two stripes that's it. wait no sweetie <laughs> sweetie and then that was that was that and uh <laughs>
0: wow god that's a, that's amazing man so all right so uh fast forward eight or nine months ish right um yeah. what was it like
1: holding your 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 son right your son was the first be born? Yes, my son was first, uh, and so interesting thing about my son, his birthday is December twenty fourth. Wow! So, okay, th- yeah, he, he came a little early. Uh, if, if you think about what might be going on at that particular time, yeah. Uh, so we, my my wife wakes up. It's about four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. by By about five thirty, we decide to go and and. We get, to the, we get to the hospital, we get everything done, everything's done, and by 8.30, my son was born. Uh, my oh wife my is, my wife, she's, I don't know if she'll be embarrassed or whatever if I say this, she is built for having children. We, <laughs> we no, only I know what have, you're saying, yeah. We only have two, we're only going to have two, but she went through labor with no epidural, with nothing like that, no painkillers or anything just all natural done in <laughs> in a couple of hours and then wow. a few years later when my daughter was born it was even faster uh um, really so how, yeah. how fast was it with your daughter you think so my the thing about my daughter is that when she was born uh my wife was just going for uh an appointment for for just a standard thing she came a couple of weeks early or I guess a couple of days early i can't remember and they basically and the doctor's like hey uh you're going to have a baby today. And my wife was like, uh, okay. wait How did you and know? So they just, she was apparently dilated enough wow. and they could just, her water hadn't broken or anything like that. So I get, uh, she calls me and I leave work and, uh, and I get my son to my sister in law, who at the time was living in the area, so she could, uh, so she could uh, hang out with him. Uh, called family, let them all know. And we sat in, uh, the, we sat in the, the kind of waiting room, not the waiting like the, the delivery room. Uh, we ate a burrito. We watched a couple of episodes of game of Thrones, uh, just hung out. Everything was fine. And then they decided to break her water. And about an hour and a half later, my daughter was here. <laughs> oh my gosh. what
0: you, what was your son doing at the time?
1: Uh, he was, uh, so he was with my sister-in-law and my, my in law had driven up Ah, oh, cool uh, to, to stay.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. That's always the tricky part is like when you have that second kid. Like Deanna and I always think about that, like, you know, God willing that we have another kid. Like, what do you do with Aria? And uh okay, we'll give him to the we'll give her to one of the grandparents. We got grandparents in, in the area, but you know you got now you got to take care of two. But you know, thinking back to that first time you held your son. I mean what was that like for you? How, how did you it, feel
1: <laughs> it was honestly a little bit of shock uh i just uh, it doesn't it, it it doesn't feel it didn't feel real to me for like i i i'm i'm holding him and looking down and i just i'm i'm o- over I'm so overwhelmed that i kind of locked up uh yeah. like it, it, that sounds kind of weird but it was just everything happened so fast and and everything about the situation happened so fast it seemed like that you know they, they always say and i'm sure I know I've heard it on on your show before <laughs> you're never ready for it and yeah. and I wasn't and I'm still not my son's going to be uh going to be 8 Man. No, he is. He's going to be 9 <laughs> in a couple of months.
0: Time flies, so, uh,
1: dude. So think
0: about it 9 years ago you were in that position. Does it really feel like it's been 9 years of being a dad?
1: Not in the slightest. No.
0: It's wild, it, isn't
1: it? it has been and because your your daughter is what two 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 and and a half half?
0: yeah really and and they talk about how how does it you know uh do you remember what it's like when you didn't have them like no actually i really don't like that i kind of don't really remember that phase of my life where deanna and i were just uh married without kids like part of it is just it's like fuzzy for me
1: and it's only been two and a half years i don't know did, did you ever experience that uh I I have a hard time thinking about life without kids and and it's weird. I Let me well, let me ask you a slightly different question. Yeah. How how long is the longest amount of time that you have been away from your daughter since she was born?
0: Oh. Um there's a good stint of time earlier this year where I was traveling a lot. Like I was gone for maybe two and a half weeks ish. Like overseas, even like I was in Europe. Oh wow! And so, like I would, I there were even some days during that. You know, today's day and age, you hop on Facetime and you're having conversations. You could see her face right then and there. But you know, when you're in a completely different time zone, you know, six hours ahead in some cases, like that that gets really tricky. So uh, that was. It was about, you know, I'd say two and a, yeah, maybe about two and a half weeks. Okay, pretty good. I
1: I had an experience when my son was three, had just turned three. Mm-hmm. Actually, I can tell you when this started, December 23rd of 2013. Oh, so he was a day away from turning three. Uh, we had been visiting family for Christmas and we arrived back home. Uh, and I'll, I'll send you a picture of this. Send it um, over. Okay. Oh it, my goodness! This is the house that we no longer live in. So, uh, at the top of this, you see a a, a bulging, gaping hole in the ceiling uh, that looks like a lot of water. So this is this is December of 2013. I want to back up to July of 2013. Okay. So so we were living in, in a townhouse, and we were having some weird groundwater flooding. Uh, that destroyed our our wood floors in the house and it was taken forever to get the the HOA to do anything about it and I don't want to get into HOA nonsense because I'm still (laughs) grumpy about it but (laughs) but so we spent a tremendous amount of money getting all those floors redone and at the time my son is really little they were going to be doing a lot of, of work in the house, and my wife wor- had a job where she could work from home. So for about three or four days, she takes my son and takes goes to my in-laws two and a half hours away for, for the week, basically, while they got this done. And let me tell you, that was awesome. It was like bachelor land again. I Mm. didn't have to, well, I did have to wake up early because I had to go to work, but like I did, my dogs were boarded. So I didn't have to worry about the dogs. I could just kind of go home and play video games and relax and not have to worry about this or that or not have to get a child to bed that refuses to go to bed. It was so fantastic for those days. (laughs) Yeah, I was waiting for it. So, flash forward. Uh, we we enter our home and these brand new floors that we have had for less than six months are destroyed. Hmm. We call we call a, a an emergency plumber because we've uh, we've assumed that a pipe has burst or something happens. Uh, I actually have a picture of this plumber as well. Um, oh, my God. Look at that. hole! And, in and so he, he takes he takes that hole and he kind of pokes at it and then. Splush! Everything else falls out, and that is the gigantic hole in the 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 roof of <laughs> in the ceiling of of the entryway to our to our two story house. By the way, so oh man, how
0: heartbreaking! So okay, <laughs> so how long does it? Okay, actually, let me even back up. Like, there's a lot of like moldiness happening there, maybe. Uh, did you guys have, how much reconstruction needed to happen on your
1: house at this point? So the, the, well, the key is, and, and here's partly what happened next is, you know, so it's, it's Christmas Eve, Eve. It's the Mm -hmm. day before my son's birthday. We realize, okay, a pipe hasn't burst because there's no other water in the house. Something has happened. There might be a, a leak in the roof uh, we don't know what's going on at this point. We see that there is that there is a pipe that goes all the way to the roof. That's right where this is. So our gut instinct is that where that's where that is, and something happened. It had rained, and it had just uh, accumulated and and gone down that way. Turned out not to be the case. We didn't know that at the time. So we decide, okay, we're just gonna, you know, take this for what it's worth. Homeowner's insurance is going to take care of most of this. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we figured out. But look at that! I mean, it's it's nasty up there. It is so. Yep. And and again, my wife works from works from home most of the time. So she and my son uh, on <laughs> I, I can't remember if we did it. I think they they went left on December twenty sixth. So we left. Though we left it like that for two days, and uh, and they went off. Uh, as I then spent the next several weeks in my house by myself, trying to figure out what to do. So,
0: geez, man. So several weeks, how many weeks were you then away from your, from your wife
1: and your son? It ended up being just under a month. Wow. Which, That's yeah. a
0: lot of time.
1: So, so okay. Uh, so like when
0: you're, when you're doing that, are you still just kind of <laughs> living that bachelor lifestyle? You're you know, heating up hot dogs and playing call
1: of duty or like, like what's happening? Kind of, but, but the, the, the side effect is that I had to basically move a lot of stuff into our bedroom upstairs. So Uh. a a lot of stuff had to just come upstairs with me to live there. I will show you uh, another picture of what this all looked like gutted out. So this, this is the opposite angle. And uh, the, what needed to be replaced and what needed to dry out. So for the next couple of weeks, I'm working with roofers trying to figure out what's going on. They find nothing. I've got these guys that have these big uh, de- dehumidifiers that are just running. So there's this constant <sighs> going in my house all the time. Uh. And it's just you know, had had to live. So, you know, like I'm upstairs, I'm upstairs in the bedroom because that's the the place where I can get a little bit of of solace from the the constant hum. And again, first couple of days, it's fine. I, I get to I get to play video games. I get to hang out. I get to do stuff. And then week two goes by and, you know, there there it is. And I still have to get up and go to work and everything else is normal, except I haven't seen my wife and a week and i haven't seen my son in a week and it was unexpected and it was yeah. his birthday and i'm not getting to see him you know play with any of the new things that he's gotten from santa claus or, or family or all this stuff and just there it goes and then here's here's week three all right i've eaten that tub of cookie dough that i didn't <laughs> need to eat i guess i need to get more cookie dough and just so on and so forth until it's it until finally, finally everything was done and and they could come home. And uh in in February. <laughs> so <God laughs> Lord. So so really
0: into the new year, you go you go into the new year, you're even lapsing a month, you're going through January, February rolls around, they're finally coming home. How much culture shock was it to finally have others in the house with you? Uh
1: None. I was very, very, very ecstatic to have, no. to have everybody home and to get, I'm, I'm somebody that, that I, I value a, a decent bit of normalcy, like routine in, sure. in my day. And, and it's weird that the thing that disrupted your routine that you're still kind of reeling from even a couple of years later, that now that that element is gone and your routine can revert to what it was before you had kids, you miss the other routine stuff and, yeah. and the new routine, the new life. And, and it's, it was a weird experience to, to kind of, to kind of see that. How did that
0: um, affect your son, by the way, did it affect your son in any way to not be able to see you for, you know, uh, really, it was like almost two months. I don't think so. Uh,
1: I mean, cause, cause he, I mean, cause he, again, we just done a big family trip to, to my parents and we were returned and that happened. And then they went to go visit my, my in-laws. And mm. cause I feel like we had already done an in-law trip. Um, or we were, or they were gonna go to in-laws after that anyway. I just didn't get to go cause I had to stay,
0: <laughs> to right. stay
1: and do things. But it, I mean, he was, he was still really young. He had just turned three. He, he just didn't get to go to school for a couple of days and, and, uh, he seemed completely fine but my son's a trooper he doesn't really get get worked up about that kind of thing he gets worked up about completely different stuff oh sure i mean that, <laughs> that, just be, that side of thing had never really uh never really bothered reasonably him reasonably being
0: a kid you know another um uh, an unsung hero here is your wife really kind of braving a lot of that with your son um how did she handle being away
1: from you for for a long time uh you know it's funny cuz she went she went to my her parents so it was going going to her house she uh had a babysitter so she got to go and hang out with some of her friends from she hadn't really gotten to (laughs) very often it's a very different experience for her granted she also has to to be amongst her family and you know when you're when you're a grown adult and you've been out of the house for a certain amount of years going home and spending an extended amount of time can get a little Get a little weird get a yep. little hairy get a little uh tense from time to time but mm-hmm. i think uh she she doesn't like i was just talking to her about this as as we talked about maybe talking about this on this show i, I brought it up with her and she's like oh yeah i have a completely different experience with that because i wasn't away for for I, I didn't get to I, I did get to see my son for that amount of time so it's uh it's really weird and um it's a
0: different i mean that's a really different perspective from this whole thing i mean you know both both ends of this of the spectrum are are stressful right so you're still you're at home and yeah you know like we're joking about this whole bachelor life thing where you get to go and play video games but i mean really like that's all cool and everything but at the same time like you said there's a lot of issue with you know i don't get to see my kid i don't get to see my wife it's 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 empty it's
1: it's an empty experience just because it's 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 like yeah i got to I got to sleep in on Saturday morning, but like it, it but it, it it was weird because I stopped being able to get to sleep. Like, is is that um,
0: was it? So I don't know if you're the same way, but if my wife isn't home,
1: I actually have trouble sleeping. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. same, exact same, exact same. Yep. I Cause... don't know, and and I don't know what exactly that is. It's just I don't know. There's there's something calming about about her presence in, yeah. in, in the house and and that wasn't there and I, I think I started going a little crazy towards the end. That's true partnership right there, man. How, how did you and your wife meet by the way? We met in college actually.
0: Oh very cool. Very cool. Yeah, was it was I it kind mean, of love at first sight or like what No, what was it, like? no it was
1: not. <laughs> oh completely. it sounds like complete opposite maybe? No, I I, uh, I it's funny. I was talking to a to a friend at the at the time about like Oh man, if I ever meet a girl that's that's like this and like this and like this and like this, I'm gonna marry that girl. And two weeks later, I meet my wife, and she is ticking all these boxes. And we're friendly, but she's not really that into me. And uh, and so I left the country for for three months uh, to to do a semester abroad, <laughs> and uh, and I came back, and it was like a completely different experience. And and we we got together. And like the first month after I got back and we've been together ever since. Oh, very cool, man. Yeah, you know, we, we just hit 10 years of marriage this year. So congratulations. That's, that's beautiful.
0: What's it like on the on the 10 year mark for marriage? Uh, magical.
1: <laughs>
0: you guys still feel that spark?
1: There? <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean, things are just so busy now. Oh, they're busier oh, than no. they've ever been. And they're and they're going to be busy for at least the next several years, because I mean, we still have young kids. I mean, my son is about, let's see, he was born in 2011. So it's 2019. Okay. He is about to turn eight, not, not nine. He's about to turn eight. I'm sorry. I can't do math <laughs> anymore. That's I okay, man. M-
0: this is coming along with that 10 years of marriage thing. You just start losing your mind. Away. <laughs> I understand. And, and,
1: uh, my daughter will be five on Monday. So wow. that's, a. Uh, God. And I don't know if you're I don't know if you're doing that math. She's born in October of twenty fourteen. My wife and son uh returned to the home in February of twenty fourteen. Ah, okay.
0: Got got it. Got it. <laughs> it's not, enough said. Understood. So it You missed your wife. <laughs> I probably should I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm gonna
1: probably
0: shouldn't have said that that's fine it's fine (laughs) we've talked about we've talked about way worse on this show yeah i'll have to (laughs) try to go back and remember um you know uh i I think about a lot of dads coming on this show uh talking about you know very interesting kind of rare experiences i wouldn't say rare but you know um some defining experiences that that they go through certainly this one that you just Shared. I appreciate you sharing this story because there's a lot that came out of that. Um, there's an, an appreciation for knowing, hey, this is I miss my family, and and that's um, I think that's healthy for men to feel, or or really anybody really to feel about you know missing their family. Um, yeah. because it puts it in perspective, that whole fondness or what is it? Uh, makes the, the, or what is Absence, it? Makes, Absence the makes the heart, heart fonder. fonder. Thank you. God, I suck at those well, things. Um, <laughs> well, well
1: it, it, it's, it's interesting that you say that because one of the, one of your episodes that I listened to was when you interviewed your father-in-law mm-hmm. who was, who's in the Marines and talk about, like I, I was, my family was gone for three weeks and I, almost completely lost it. And that's nowhere near what a, a deployed service member has yeah. to do. Uh, yeah. and it's a whole different level of, of respect for some of the stuff that they do uh, Yeah, just to, to be away from their families like that. It's, but you
0: know, I think something uh, to, to certainly not take away from, from the, the experience of it is it's an underlying theme. I think the foundation of appreciation for the family is something that is a very common thread. You know, length of time is certainly a defining factor here. Um, but, you know, I think that, that's, that that just shows how much love and care that you have for your family. So, um, you know, you, you stay in home to take care of a lot of that stuff. Again, joking about sitting up playing video games is one thing. but But really, in reality, I mean, you were... You were dealing with stuff, and uh, at home dealing with a collapsed ceiling, uh, potential wood rot, and other issues from mold, and uh, I'm sure other plumbing issues. Um, by the way, what did it? What did it end up being? Like, what was the final
1: culprit? So weeks have gone by. We're doing the final, uh, the 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 final sort of rebuild. I would also say there was an upstairs bathroom that is also up this. Uh, right above where that is slightly off kilter that they they have these devices that they can stick in and get moisture levels and that was extremely moist so they had things going like the, the dehumidifiers going going there couldn't figure out what was going on they had ripped that bathroom up to try to figure it out they couldn't fi- figure it out so they'll all right we'll just start putting it back together yeah and Uh, Just the contractor, not any of the plumbers, not any of the contractors or any anybody like that. Uh, He's just putting the baseboards back on the the bottom of the wall before they put the tile down. And he and and where he notices where they have cut out this this piece to do some some plumbing work. And he looks at this, turns the water off, cuts the pipe and brings me this pipe that has a screw drilled right through it no way that screw would have and so if you look behind where it was there is like a trough of 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 three or four pieces of wood that is angled slightly down that where a lot of walls and joists come together right and it's all wet and the the people who lived in our house before we did uh they they were uh, uh they didn't have kids they actually ended up getting divorced and the, uh, the, the, the woman le- lived there by herself for several years before we moved in. So that bathroom didn't really start getting used until we moved in. And that was the bathroom that we would, you know, bathe our son in and all of that. And, uh, and so just whatever it was, just that water built up and built up and built up. It happened to be right underneath that, that cause it drained right to where we saw that pipe sticking up to the ceiling no and, way. That was it. They replaced that pipe uh, just as part of the contract work. And (laughs) all was said and done. Dude. Oh, my gosh.
0: What a pain in the butt. Well, hey, you know, you got (laughs) it taken care of. And here you are out on the other side, uh, much stronger for it. Um, Yes. We we live in a different place now. We actually moved that August. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) We got out of there. Get the hell out of that. Um, No, that's that's a great story because, again, you know, sharing some of the feedback that I, you know, uh, that I received kind of hearing your story was really around, you know, there, there was a moment where you were realizing, yeah, you're, uh, you're missing your family, but you're also, you're handling it, man. Like you're, you're taking that, uh, that role and of, uh, you know, just ownership and wanting to handle the situation. You owned it, man. So, so kudos on you to, Handling that and uh it sucks that you didn't get to see your your family for you know a little while, but hey, you're you're uh I'm sure that it helped with the
1: sale of your house. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Minus a and, hole in the ceiling. But minus yeah, well the, the hole got fixed. It was uh selling the house is a whole other whole other situation because oh man, that's a whole other story about moving with a uh six month pregnant woman Ugh. and and then getting to the house that was supposed to be cleared out and they're still packing.
0: Oh no, the people that were supposed to leave? <sighs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah, we gotta have you on the show again. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Drew will be back on a on another episode. <laughs> um I, I do like to to end the show on sort of some words of wisdom and and, and I'd like to actually kind of return back to this this topic that we were talking about in regards to um you know, kind of coping with your family being away, like being at least separated from your family for extended periods of time. Um, how, what would you say to somebody who is perhaps in a similar circumstance, maybe not the exact same circumstance with a a home remodel or, or something like that, but just this idea of being away from family, how do you
1: recommend people cope with it? Well, it's, it's always more complicated when it's unexpected, which, which this was, um, it, it'll be okay. Uh, things will change. Things will sort themselves out. If your kids are young enough, you have already had a, a huge wave of a new normal mm-hmm. that all this is is just a temporary new normal and you'll get used to it and then it'll be done and then you'll have an interesting story to tell <laughs> to to other people. Um, as I have told that story a hundred times in the past, how many years since it's happened five years since it's happened yeah so well man that's that's a defining
0: moment again like a a defining moment just for sheer character of being able to overcome a a tough situation because that i mean like looking here at the pictures that you sent me like that's a crappy situation to live in for an extended period of time it really is so (laughs) that sucks um so anyway i mean thank you for sharing that story because i think that that I think that that certainly that theme of like it will pass is really important for people to take away here. Um, you know, no matter what situation you're in, the negative situation, it'll pass and you have to take the right steps to overcome it. And like Drew did, you you overcome it. So uh, so thank you, Drew, for sharing that story. That was really fun. I mean, not you not for, not not for like you know you experiencing all that shit, but it was still. I mean,
1: it was a little fun. I got to play Sleeping Dogs that I'd put off playing. Hey, so play that no. game,
0: you but, know. Uh... Uh, and actually, let's let's remind people because you're into a lot of geeky stuff and and you're into D and D like we talked about. Um, actually, you know, before you you talk about those projects one more time because I want people to go check it out. Uh, question for you on your son and your daughter if they were D and D characters. What
1: class would they be? Uh, my son would um, somehow be a stormtrooper because he would find a way to do that. Oh. I know it's I know it's a a, a fantasy world and not a sci fi fantasy world, but I'll he would it. somehow figure out how to be a stormtrooper. I'll accept it. And, and my daughter would be a dragon. I, I know that's not a class. Uh, it's it's more of a of a, a race or ancestry, depending on your terminology mm-hmm. or for your for your gameplay, but. uh, that girl is obsessed with dragons I've never seen a A, a four year old that obsessed With them she loves them she always Has I don't know why <laughs> I don't know what we did to expose Her to dragons at an early age Attached herself to them but
0: uh That's a cool that's a cool thing to attach yourself to I I, I appreciate it Um so that <laughs> so that's awesome I, I I've uh I've never heard somebody whip out the stormtrooper Before that's really great uh, <laughs> And I approve as yeah. a star, as a complete, like Star Wars nerd myself. It's absolutely, I, I approve.
1: My, my, I don't know where my, my son is obsessed with the empire in particular, and I don't know what I've done wrong. I don't oh, know what I've you done. You gotta be
0: careful. i got a Ben <laughs> Solo situation coming up here. You better be careful. Keep a lightsaber away from him. He
1: loves Kylo Ren. Is his oh, favorite. Oh, come on.
0: I mean, like, he's a great character. Don't get me wrong. But come on.
1: But um, come on. <laughs> I mean, how do you think I feel about my son? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Again, you gotta be careful. Keep that, uh, keep that lightsaber <laughs> away. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be walking on into cat on any catwalks anytime soon. I know I was sitting there watching that movie. I'm like, Hod, what are you doing? There's no way this is going to end well. And then he just, you know, he just did it. He just did it. Spoiler you know, alerts, everybody.
1: But yeah, it, but it was, it was a, a wonderful moment in a, in a fantastic franchise. It that- was, it was, uh, um all right so uh let's
0: talk about your podcast so you mentioned some stuff at the top of the show but why don't you um you take a moment because you you were on the way that we met was that you're on america's next top podcast or you can go to america's next top podcast that's one that's one project and you and i are, are that's one thing that we have in common here uh you are on season two And then, um, we caught up during season two. Uh, so we'll leave it at that. And then, uh, (laughs) so go to America's next top podcaster.com to, to go listen to drew on that show. What else you got going on? Uh,
1: so you can check out the more you nerd. That is a show that we did for, uh, for a long time. And that we covered a different nerdy topic each week. So if you, uh, and we did it with, with the idea that, we're going to see what people like about it. We're not just going to exper- experiment. Ex- uh, we're not just going to experiment. Can't talk. We're not <laughs> just good- going to experience it and then uh, uh, crap on it. We're going to see why people like the things that that they like. And uh, even though we may not like it, we want to see that perspective. And so that was uh, a show that, we, that ran from... 2011 to March of, of this year 2019 uh, and we have a new project that I'm not quite ready to announce that is going to be hopefully propping up before the end of the year. So if you want to follow at the more you nerd on Twitter that is our primary uh, platform for for talking about stuff. one of my co-hosts uh, runs that and he is. A prolific tweeter. Nice. So you will uh, get some entertainment out of that. And you can check me out, uh, as well as my wife, who is also a cast member, on the Cosmic Crit podcast. That is our uh, tabletop RPG actual play podcast for the Starfinder rulebook from the makers of Pathfinder. It is a, a sci fi, really awesome uh, campaign. And we have a full season one of that that you can check out full story start to finish brand new characters in season two that we've been running since the beginning of this year. And we're about to wrap up that story and launch with all new characters and an all new story uh, for season three that starts uh, starts in a a few months. I can't say exactly when yet because tabletop games are are a little weird. I do want to, I do want to give a call out uh, to, just while I've got you here, mm-hmm. uh, our, our game master for uh, one of my friend Patrick, who is, is is the GM for our Starfinder show. He actually uh, was commissioned by Paizo, the company that created Pathfinder and Starfinder, to write an adventure, uh, an adventure guide, an adventure uh, path for Starfinder. Dude, and, that what, cool. and that is what uh, and that is what we are going to be running uh, for season three. So we're really proud of him. Uh, for for doing that we're proud of of all the people that are already experiencing his his ap book and uh, can't wait for him to try to kill us again every week cheers patrick
0: (laughs) that's great man congratulations to patrick and good luck on killing people because that's a that's a good thing to do in a uh, role-playing game as the (laughs) dm
1: we'll get him first (laughs) yes you
0: you should all right thank you again drew for sharing your story really appreciate you being here thank you alex it's been a pleasure Special thanks again to our guest, Drew, for sharing his story. It was a really fun conversation. We'll have to hear that other story um, and have him back on the show again. So be sure to check out his podcast that he does. Um, they're a lot of fun. So, uh, again, you can check out his shows, which are America's Next Top Podcaster, The More You Nerd, and Cosmic Crit. If you enjoyed what you listened to today, give us a five-star rating on iTunes and consider supporting the show. When you head over to thedadchronicle.com, there's a link to become a patron. We have a lot of really awesome rewards for patrons, so be sure to check that out. And if you'd like to chime in on the conversation we had today, email the Dad Chronicle Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can find me at Alex Albisu. My last name is spelled A-L-B as in boy, I-S as in Sam, U. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.